Welcome to the Of Course You Did podcast, your go-to source for brain-based mindset tools and highly effective business strategies that will help you create a truly aligned business. I'm your host, Brooke Alexander. I started out having no idea how to coach people or how to build a successful business to building an internationally accredited coach training and certification program, the Created Coach Method, the most interactive, high-touch online NLP and coach training experience. Each week, we're going to dive into the concepts, skills, and methods that will help you increase your impact, profits, and authority. Want to learn how you can become a standout coach? Join my free training, which walks you through the exact things you need to focus on to become the go-to coach at createdmindacademy.com slash standoutcoach. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode. And don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss any of my latest episodes. Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Of Course You Did podcast. I have an interview for you today which I'm really excited to share with you. We had Jordan on the podcast to talk about branding. And my goal with this conversation with Jordan was to kind of start from the basics about what branding is, why it's important, what makes up a brand, how we can figure out what we want our brand to be. Jordan also talked about how she weaves NLP into her branding because she is also trained in NLP. So that's really awesome. I love hearing stories about how people have incorporated NLP and hypnosis and quantum time release and the other tools that I teach into their own unique processes that they that they have. So it was really interesting to hear how Jordan's incorporated her NLP training into her her branding and how she she does that with her clients. So I don't want to rant on for too long about this. It was a really fun episode. I'm going to link everything or keep put all of Jordan's links. Oh my goodness. Put put all of Jordan's links in the show notes so you can find her, her website and the amazing resources that she is sharing in there. So when you listen to this episode, please give it a little screenshot. Don't forget to tag both Jordan and I so we can know that you are listening and let's get into the episode. Hi everyone, welcome to this episode. I'm super excited to welcome Jordan to the podcast today. Thank you, Jordan, so much for being here with us. Excellent. Well, Brooke, I'm so excited to be here. Awesome. So I like to let my guests share themselves, like who they are and what they do. So can you let us all know who you are and what you yeah. do? <laughs> exactly. Well, my name is Jordan Duval, and I am the owner and founder of Ignite Your Soul brand. And we specialize in creating magnetic brands for coaches, consultants, and service professionals uh, in the online space, but also in the transformational space uh, to create a brand that is built on meaning and magnetism. Amazing. I love that. Okay. So for people who don't know, because I I know what branding is, and I think a lot of people, like we've all heard the terms branding, and we know that it's important, but I think for a lot of people, it's not quite clear exactly what branding is or what a brand is, especially when it comes to like people who work for themselves, where they are the brand. Yeah, that's a great question. So I think a lot of people can assume, oh, I have a logo or I have colors and that's my brand. And that's part of your brand. 
So I think at the, at the if we chunk up <laughs> in NLP terms, um, branding is really the art and science of differentiation, of figuring out who you are and what makes you different. And so that's really the, the key to it all. And then in terms of what I view as, as branding is really that um, invisible layer of meaning around your business. So it's very much for me around the energy and the feeling that you're creating with your business, as opposed to, you know, the colors and all that stuff, all that is important. And it's a representation of that energetic essence that you have defined. Mm -hmm. Why, why is it so important to, to have a brand, like, as opposed to just showing up and, and doing your thing without really thinking about it? Great question as well. So the thing is, is as you know, from NLP, people are always creating meaning in everything that they do, everything they interact with. And so the same thing is true of you and your business and your brand. So people are out there and they're seeing you online. They're seeing you in person. They're seeing you on videos. They're seeing you in all these different touch points and they're making either conscious and or subconscious assumptions about who you are. And so they're basically putting you in a box of like, this is this type of person. And they're making an assumption about who you are and making a decision of this person is for me and I may want to work with them now or in the future, or this person is not for me. And so when you disregard the fact that this is actually happening, you're really putting yourself as a disadvantage because whether you like it or not, it's happening. So when you can be aware of that and then be very intentional, when you're aware of who you are, what, what like feeling you want to portray, what you want to look like, how you translate that. And then you're intentional, you create more alignment with who you are inside and who, what shows up externally, right? What is that projection out into the outside world? And so you remove a lot of that friction and that's um, like really what blocks the flow. And so that's what starts to create that magnetism and attract people, right? It's like, there's a strategic element to it. And there's also like some woo magic as well. Mm-hmm. I love that. Like when I see certain things, like I can even look out the window right now and see the banners for different like um, businesses that are out on the street. Or if I walk past a coffee shop and I can look at it and just look and get a vibe and decide if that's the right vibe for me. Like I can look into a coffee shop and say, mm, no, I don't want to have my coffee here. Cause like, it just doesn't, I'm not getting the feeling that I want to walk into this place that it matches me. And I'm not doing that consciously. I'm not standing there thinking, oh, I don't want to go here because the color isn't right. And they don't have the right font for their, for their logo or whatever. It's all super unconscious. And this is what people like, especially on Instagram, because it is so visual. People are doing that on Instagram and on our website and, and all of these things. And it's, it's not, it's not conscious. And that's why we need to consciously ourselves think about it and decide what we want people to feel when they interact with our brand and our business. Yeah, absolutely. And, and there's another element of story, right? And so you know, the subconscious mind interprets the world through visuals. And so that's really important, especially with the work that I do, because I help my clients decode their brand essence and then figure out based on this essence that has come about, how do you translate that visually? How do you take that feeling, that essence and apply it to language and apply it to visuals that evoke the same emotion? 
right? And so there's that's where that alignment comes from. And then I teach them how to actually go and make it happen, right? Mm. Like them the tools. And so in that process, they're weaving in all of these visual cues that tie back to these subconscious insights that they've created and, and discovered about themselves and their business. And so they're like the reason that I, that my clients have such great results is because they're also they're acting on the conscious level and the subconscious level and they're more intentionally aware of what they're doing and it just makes such a big difference than when you're like haphazardly doing things or just disregarding the importance mhm it's like in NLP how we learn um that oh my gosh, I can't even remember the percentages off the top of my head, but like words are 7% Uh, of communication. And then the rest Mm -hmm. is tonality. It's, it's like other aspects that aren't the actual words that you say. And, and it's the same with, with your brand. It's the same thing. And that's Mm -hmm. the thing too, that I talk to my clients about is, you know, I specialize in really giving them the tools and the, the, the way forward and the process to create a brand shoot. That's not just like, Oh, I got pictures taken. Right. I mean, it's like, yeah, that's good. You got pictures, but there's an energetic component. And I remember when I was preparing for a challenge that I did last year and I was putting together the slides and I was looking at these before and afters of my clients. And after I got through about five of them, I'm like, huh, okay, the, the after pictures kind of glow. Like, and I was like, I know I'm really close to this and like really love my work, but I was like, there's something that's going on in these images that I can't really explain. So I asked some other people, I was like, do you see it too? And they're like, they do. And what I've surmised is that it's really this inner journey that I take people on and the confidence and that clarity. And they really literally like elevate their energetic vibration and they show up the day of their brand shoot and they're organized, they're prepared, they know what they want, they know who they are, they feel good, they're organized, like everything. And so they just show up the day of and they have so much fun and they're like getting what they need. And so that energetic vibration that they're experiencing in that moment is actually baked into the imagery and now exists in perpetuity online. And it's like, Whoa, that's pretty meta. <laughs> yeah, that's so awesome. That's so cool. I've done a lot of like photo shoots in the past and I can relate to the times where it's like, oh, I just need to take some photos. I'm going to do yeah. this. And then times when I've been intentional and been like, I'm going to be myself and this is what I want to wear and and um, been more intentional about it. And right. the, even the difference just in like the confidence on the day in showing up is huge. Huge, huge. Mm-hmm. I mean, because you just show up kind of like frazzled and frantic, and then you just have like a level of awkwardness that, you know, once you kind of get going, it's hard to shake. So when you can show up and like have that level of empowerment and certainty and clarity, it's just like that power comes through in such a an, an huge level. Mm-hmm. We've kind of talked about it like briefly so far, but can you go over a few of the elements? or a few of the most important elements that make up a brand, the things that we need to kind of consider first when we mm-hmm. are figuring out what our brand is, who we are, the message that we want to portray. Yeah, absolutely. So I think that there's like an inner, right? So there's, I don't know if you've ever seen it, but there's like a graphic of an iceberg, right? So it's like the tip of the iceberg is like, you know, what, 20% of the actual iceberg. So that 20% is what you see, right? So it's like the website, the social media posts, the graphics, 
um, the images, all of that stuff. And then beneath it, there's really the strategy piece, right? That's that inner piece that you don't necessarily see. And sometimes it's hard to quantify. And so it can be made up of a lot of things, but I really feel like for me, the number one thing is really your brand values. And that's usually where I start with clients, because to me, that is really like the energetic framework for a brand, because it really says, this is what I stand for. This is who I am, or this is what my business is. And this is who I want to connect with. And if you think about it, right, like, let's just say you value family and somebody else doesn't value family. That's kind of a deal breaker of like, well, they don't really get what I'm all about. So that's cool. You do you and I'll do me. Um, and, and, you know, like if you really value like holistic nutrition and somebody else is like, I eat hamburgers and French fries all day long, there's going to be a disconnect and you're not going to really be able to relate to one another. So to me, that is really the, the core foundation. And one thing I love to do is like to take that energy and weave it into the imagery so people can actually feel it and see it. And beyond that, you have like essence and personality, mission, vision, positioning, um, value, avatar, uh, you know, like needs, desires. So there's lots of different layers of things. And I take, you know, I have my clients go through this process of answering and deciding all of these things. And then it's through that layering effect of their specific way of doing things that outcomes their unique brand, right? So it's not like everyone ticked the box and like everybody's the same. And so I think that that is just, it's such an interesting process to watch as people make this discovery about themselves and they're like, wow, this is me. And like, I really am happy that I'm me and I don't need to be that person. Cause I think we can get caught up in comparing ourselves to other people um, of like, well, I should be like them. And it's like, there are so many things that goes on behind the scenes in someone's life and just in their energetic makeup and personality that maybe what they do is just not even remotely in your sphere of what's going to work for you. Yeah. So true. I can relate to that so much. When I first started coaching, like five years ago, I had no idea what I was doing. I had no idea who I was, how I wanted to coach people. And I just would like look up to other coaches and be like, Oh, that's how I have to do it. I have to be this way. And I think that was like, that was a process for me to unlearn that I don't have to be that way and I can do it my way. And it's actually way better if I'm myself and not trying to be like other people that I'm seeing do this stuff online. Um, it's so free. <laughs> it is. It it's is. So fun. Oh my gosh, it is. And I feel like every day I'm kind of peeling a new layer of, oh, I can be me. Like I discover something else. I have a thought and I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. No, I get to be me here. I get to have my own thought here. I don't have to try and think and have the same thoughts as everyone else. It's so freeing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, absolutely. You, I want to know what the process is like for you as the person, like the kind of creative person on the other side, when you're getting all of your, the information from your clients about their values and, and all of this stuff that you're getting from them, what's it like for you in unjumbling it all and making sense of it and helping to create a a cohesive brand out of it? Yeah. So for me, it's like, like I said, it's a lot of the layers. So I can, I think I can tell this best through a story. So um, I had a client, Sarah, that we worked with many years ago when I first started my business and she came to me and she's like, 
you know, I'm a stay-at-home mom. I want to work with stay-at-home moms and like help them, you know, deal with the overwhelm of motherhood and, and all of that stuff. And I was like, okay, that sounds great. So that being said, it was like, okay, well, if you're going to create this kind of business with this kind of offer catering to this type of person, there's going to be some realm of aesthetic that that target audience is going to respond to. Right. And so I just knew that as a general sense, it wasn't like, this is exactly what it is, but it's like in that world, these kind of visual cues tend to be used to trigger a response from that type of audience. And then she did the, the work, right. Gave me all of her responses and her words and all of this stuff. And then she gave me back her Pinterest board. And I was like, Oh, there's a, a lot of stuff going on in here. <laughs> like there's a lot of different themes. And so what's interesting is it's like almost if you look at the words as like levers. So she had, I think, I think it was like organic or, or some some word like that. She also had modern. So when I looked at her Pinterest board, it was like, okay, well, if we pull this vibe and this aesthetic out and use um organic to lead the way, this is kind of what you're getting. But if modern is more important to you, and that's kind of the leading word, then this is what's coming through. And so I made her a few different options. And I was like, what is actually the most important word to you? And I actually illustrate this inside this masterclass that I've created and showing you the difference of when you change a single word, it changes everything because it's really about what are you leading with and what is that important thing? And, you know, what, and then we also were doing the work and she realized like, I don't actually want to work with stay-at-home moms. I want to work more with corporate. So when you think about a brand that's targeting stay-at-home moms versus a brand that's targeting corporate, that aesthetic is very different. And so if you tried to flip-flop them, there would be a lot of confusion. And so that's why you have to get clear on this. Like I was talking to another friend yesterday and he was like, we want to target the specific market and this is how we want to be perceived. And I looked at his website and I was like, that doesn't come across at all in your website. Like it's not being communicated at all. It's a little bit in your photographs, but not really because the messaging isn't really speaking to what you actually want people to take away and how you want to position yourself. And so that was just kind of like my entry point of like, there's a lot of infrastructure challenges here when you have to like kind of peel, like sometimes for newer businesses, we start from the ground up, but businesses that are have been in business for a while, I just did a VIP day a couple of weeks ago, and I basically like dismantled all these pieces for my client, and then we built it back up again. And, you know, some of it stayed and some of it got replaced with the new things for the up level. That sounds so fun. It's so fun. <laughs> Honestly, I love like website stuff, design stuff, color stuff. I like, I mean, that side of um, the branding, like that all sounds so exciting and so fun to me. Like, I love it. It's so good. It's so fun. <laughs> um, so I know you're also trained in NLP and you weave that into the work that you do. Now, I love hearing about how people use NLP and all mm -hmm. of the tools, like in really unique ways. So can you tell me how you incorporate it into your business and the work that you do with your clients? Yeah. So I think probably the, one of the biggest things that I find to be so powerful is the RTR, the reticulator activating system is I'm a big believer. And I, I can't tell you if I had a dollar for every time I heard this from a client, I'd be like, Oh, I own an Island is when I take them through this work, they're like, Oh my gosh, like I've been wearing my brand colors this whole time or my entire house is decorated in my brand colors or whatever it is. And I was like, yep. 
I was like, your brand is right in front of you. Like you just don't see it because you're not, you don't know what to look for. And so I really take them on this journey of, of peeling these layers away. And I kind of come sideways with a lot of these different questions that I ask them to get them out of the conscious mind and get them into the subconscious mind. So then they're like, oh, wow. Like I remember one woman that went through a lot of this inner work and she was like, I literally like sobbed because I forgot why I started my business. And this really brought me back to like, what was the reason and what is this impact? And she was like, it feels so much more connected and like aligned with, with my business now and where I want to go. And so, and I use that with my clients in everything. And, and that's why it's so important to do the inner work, because then you have that clarity of like, well, this is what I desire. And this is what I want. And this is what it, and then I guide them. Like I had one client who, you know, I went through her process. I was like, so based on what you shared with me, like, this is kind of the aesthetic that you want to look for with your location. And I've done this so many times that they, like, oftentimes my clients kind of are like freaked out of like, how am I going to find the perfect location? I was like, don't worry, it's going to find you. And that's happened so many times. And it's just, it's so interesting to watch the process because as you really, basically, as you see it inside of yourself, you see it outside of yourself. Hmm. Yes. Oh my gosh. I love that. I love like the way that NLP works and how, when you, I feel like NLP just puts a process to all of these things that are happening naturally. And so we can mm-hmm. actually see it taking place. And as people who are trained in it, we know that the way that things are going to work and fall into place and we can like read the situation, I think much easier with our clients and with what's going on and weave things into the work that we do. I don't know if I'm making any sense right now to anyone that's not trained in NLP, um, but yeah. get trained. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's like one of the things with NLP, you learn so much new language and ways oh of communicate, ways of communicating that like the, the only people that understand it are other people that are trained in NLP. Well, you can't unsee it. Yeah. But I really yeah. feel like the scene in the matrix where Morpheus is like, do you want the red pill or the blue pill? Like I literally feel like I took the blue pill and I can't unsee it. Like I see the world and I got certified in 2018 and it took me about like two, two and a half years to like process and digest all of the concepts as themselves. And then also how does it apply to my life? And I was just like, I know that I've been intuitively doing a lot of this stuff in my business, but never really like had the thread to follow. And then I started to piece together of like, wow, well, this means this. And that's how I've been doing this. And I, I finally figured it out. And I, that's when I really, I basically redid a, a process that I've been doing. Cause I now understood how to, how to apply it to NLP and connect the two. And then I relaunched my program as magnetic brand and like weave people through this process. And it's just like, it's I, like the magical moments. I just like sit back and I'm kind of like, okay, wait for it. It's going to be so good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love it. So I have so many questions about like branding stuff. So I'm just like yeah. in my mind trying to figure out what one I want to ask in the time that we have, but how, what would you say is something helpful for people to do if they're constantly changing their brand? Because this was me up until like, year and a half ago, maybe, um, or maybe even recently, but for people who are constantly changing their brand, what advice do you have? Well, I, I refer to that as multiple brand personality disorder. So, you know, they're like, it's like, well, today I feel like this color and today I feel like this font. And so, I mean, think at the root is 
you just don't know what that feeling is, right? And so maybe that's a good place to start of like, how do I want people to feel and and then build off of that? Because like I was in on one of my group calls the other day and one of my clients was asking me like, which font should I use? And I was like, well, look at this font. The letter forms are really straight. And this font, look at the curve on this. It's like a little bit more curved. It's friendlier. You want people to not have, like, this feels a little bit more sterile and corporate, which is, is fine, but it's not really aligned with you. So you have more of a fun, like high energy, friendly vibe. So having a letter form that emotes that as well. So it's taking that feeling and applying it to everything, applying it to your graphics, applying it to your website, applying to your imagery, applying it to design. So that's probably the best place to start is to, you know, dive in and figure out what you want people to feel because then you apply it externally. Um, otherwise you're just kind of like, well, I, I saw her with this color. I like that. Let's do that today. And well, I think I'll use this font. And then, you know, it's, it's a, it's just a signal of your internal confusion reflected outwardly, which confuses your audience. And it's like, the reason that your audience is confused is because you're confused. Oh, (laughs) for sure. And I like, that is like 100% and it goes throughout the entire business. If you're confused about your brand, you're like, what your values are and who you want to help and how you want to make people feel. You're probably confused about your offers. You're probably not certain about the offerings that you have. And if you're confused about those things, then the, your audience is confused. You're not going to be able to explain how you help people in a way that's easy for them to understand. So maybe for The kind of people, if you want to know if this is you, you're someone who is constantly changing your offers or (laughs) like offering something and then jumping into something else straight away or giving up on your offers or they're not selling, you're not able to sign people. It's because there's some level of confusion in there and it's likely with who you are, who you want to be and how you want to help people, which is going to come through in you changing your brand all the time and not being able to decide on what color you want your website to be and and all that kind of stuff. So confusion in branding and confusion in your offers is like, it's going to confuse the people that you're trying to work with. Well, and I think that there's like kind of a a sidecar conversation with that because I think there is an element of just trying things on for size, right? And like, you know, I'm also currently obsessed with human design. So like, if you're a three, you're an experimenter, right? You learn through trial and error. So I think there is an element of trying things on for size, seeing if you like it. Um, So part of it is that, but, and then there's also a part of, you keep changing your mind because you're sabotaging your success. So there's also that, right? Yeah. And so there's different layers and, you know, it's kind of unique to an individual because so if you are going out there and you're changing your mind all the time, it's maybe time to have a, you know, a straightforward conversation with yourself of like, why do I keep doing this? Am I just trying things on for size, trying to see, do it? Cause like, you know, some people are more visual than others. You may just not know. And you're like, well, I have to try it on. I don't know. And okay. If you're trying it on for size, that's awesome. But maybe you need to give yourself a container of time of like, I'm going to try it on for size for this little bit of time or do it offline and then decide, and then like go with a unified presentation. And if you're doing it because you're like, well, actually, you know, I keep changing my mind and going around in circles and second guessing myself because then it means I don't need to post. It means I don't need to go out and have sales conversations. It means I don't need to show up. 
Well, that's a different conversation because now there's like other things that you need to be putting your focus on. So I think it's important to pay attention to the nuance of like, and you know, it could be a combination of the two, which sometimes and often it is, but paying attention to really what's going on, being honest with yourself and then proceeding forward from there. Yeah. So true. When you are, for anyone who is in this situation, you really need to think about or pay attention to the thoughts that you're having when you're making these decisions. Are you thinking, Mm -hmm. oh, I've got to change my font color because, uh, or my website color, because I think that's the thing that's going to make people want to work with me. (laughs) Or are you doing it because you're like, "Hmm, this color is just not my vibe anymore. And I want to move on to this color. And maybe I'll change my mind in a week if it doesn't fit. But it's, it's really about paying attention to the thoughts that you're having when you're making these decisions. And they can be really, really sneaky, but it's important so that you know exactly why you're changing these, why you're making all these changes, why you're not committing. Are you doing it because you're sabotaging? Are you doing it because you're just not sure of what your brand is? Are you doing it because you just want to try things on? And all of them are fine. There's nothing wrong, but it's just important to know where yeah. you're at so that you can work towards creating a cohesive brand and allowing yourself to be yourself in your business. Yeah. And I think also, like I said, give yourself a time limit. Cause if you go six months of like, like I, again, I can tell you about a story. I had a client, Wendy, and she had a pretty big business and she grew a huge Instagram and she just, it felt misaligned. And so she started a new account and just started playing around and you know, I, I don't know if it was like a three month window, but it was, it was a window where she just like kept trying everything new and new and new all the time. And she was just getting frustrated and she felt like she was confusing her audience. Then she ended up finding me and she joined my program and, you know, I see what my people are up to. And so I would like watch her. Cause I, you know, once I sort of people enter my world, I'm there in my social media. So I would see her post all the time. And I was watching the like external shifts happening from the internal work, which was so interesting because she would you know, try this on and do these colors. And that was kind of in the beginning. And then when we really sat down and I was like, what are your words? Like, let's talk about what they are and why. And she does a lot of shadow work. And she's like, I really want people to interpret the mystery, right? I really want people to get this mystery vibe because it's like, when you deal with the, you know, she, she sees things, she knows things, right? She's psychic and a healer. And she's like, there's a mystery to that because there's not really a logic and there's kind of this amorphousness to it. And she's like, I want there to be some element of mystery. So I was like, well, once we knew that it was like, well, this like kind of, you know, everyday girl vibe that you're doing over here is like totally off. And so we dove into it and I was like, well, and she's like, I don't want a ton of props and stuff. And I'm like, well, based on what you shared with me with the mystery and the shadow work and the light and the dark like, what if we tell your story through shadows as opposed to some of these other things that maybe would be more obvious, right? And so we dove into that and we planned a whole brand around playing with shadows and the light and the dark. And it was just so beautiful to see it all come to light. And now she has a brand that evokes mystery that's out in the world and people are really drawn to it. And they have that sense already that it is mysterious and it does Uh, you know, curate that curiosity and everything like that. So again, like figuring out those words is really important. Mm -hmm. I love it. Can you share your masterclass with us? Yeah, absolutely. So if you're curious to learn more about these principles, uh, I have an advanced branding workshop called Creating a Scroll Stopping Brand, where I talk about these principles in more detail and give you like tons and tons and tons of visual examples. And I walk you through uh, an exercise to 
come out with your brand personality words. So it's, I mean, it's a visual parade of wonderment. <laughs> so that's really fun. And you get to understand the power of visuals and, you know, really just take you on this journey of self-discovery. I love it. And where can people find this? So you can go to igniteyoursoulbrand.com forward slash branding dash workshop. And uh, I'll give you the link and you can put it in the show notes and stuff. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks so much. Honestly, I could talk about this stuff for (laughs) so long. Um, I, I went to design school for a while. So like visuals brands, like honestly, I'll walk through the grocery store and I'll be like, Hmm, this looks good. And, and Sean is just like, you only want that because of the branding. Like that's the, <laughs> like, it's like a can of oysters and I hate oysters. I'm like, mm, I would buy this. Cause it, it looks good. Like it's, yeah. it's my vibe. Um, so yeah, that's yeah. Not quite <laughs> on track with online coaching and online businesses, but it's like, it's the same thing. It's, it's, it's the same thing. If I yeah. go to, like when you go to travel and you go down like the high street of the restaurants and they have all the menus out, I'm like, I'm not eating here. This mm-hmm. look good, right? mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, this menu is pretty. I want to eat here, right? Because the visuals give you a feeling and the feeling taps into your emotion and then it taps into a decision. Yeah, yeah. And now that we've brought this into people's awareness, their reticular activating system is going to be switched on and people are going to notice, <laughs> oh, wow, I'm choosing this just because of the branding. Oh my gosh, this brand makes me feel this way. So for everyone listening, pay attention because now you'll notice you won't be able to unsee exactly. it. And you've now taken the blue pill. Welcome. Yeah. Um, so last question, can you, this is a surprise question. Um, can you share your favorite book with us? Oh my gosh. So many. Um, I think what, I mean, I have so many, I'm always like listening to audiobook or I pile the books. Um, but I think the book that's probably made the most impact on my life, it's called the abundance book. Um, I think by, um, name. I think it's John Price, I think his name is. And it's like 60 page book, really small. And I heard about it years ago on a podcast with James Wedmore. And it was like, when I was just kind of beginning my journey of money mindset and he's like, check it out. And so I read it and it talks about the principles of abundance, right. Of energy and that you really are the gatekeeper of your abundance, which, you know, I've studied in depth at this point. And it's, it was like kind of in the early days of mastering that concept. Um, and it's just a quick read and it just opens your mind to so many different things. And then the magic part of it is inside of it, there's actually a 40 day challenge. So there's 10 principles on abundance that you repeat four times and you have to keep the cycle of the 40 days. If you break it, you have to start over. And back when I was, you know, in the early days of my business and just dealing with a lot of uphill battle of belief of like, can I really do it? Is it really going to work for me? How am I going to replace my income? Like, I mean, I was like in a cushy corporate job making a ton of money and I'm like, how, there's no way. So like, I just don't, I can't see it. And so it really started to build that inner confidence and conviction of understanding and trusting that there was something greater than me that had my back. And I think I did like nine nine back-to-back challenges and I turned my husband onto it and he's been doing it for, I guess, probably like five or six years now. So it's pretty incredible. I highly recommend it. Wow. Awesome. Okay. I'm for sure going to look this up like as soon as we're done here. Amazing. Thank you so much for spending your time with us and for sharing all of your knowledge and for putting up with my tangents and sometimes not making sense. I I appreciate it. (laughs) 